two punts, one goal. Pardo, come close to the mic and tell the people what's going to be on this episode. Well, we got Bears Crush Commanders, 40-20, uh, build-up to the weekend's NFL games, Janks, Bills in London, Texas Eagles, Chiefs Vikings, and a big one, 49ers Cowboys. We got yesterday's news, power rankings, bit of travel, uh, Rugby World Cup, Cricket World Cup, maybe too many World Cups at once. Let's get going. Well, that's a that's a packed show. Intro music, please. All right, so we're back and ready to start the show. No, well, I don't think we can have any waffle because um, that is a lot of stuff that you need to hit in the intro. You were saying there is a lot of topics today, but there is one thing I'd like to waffle on about. If possible. Go on. Well, I was just saying uh, before we joined, I was eating a lot of seeds. And then I I was wondering why I was doing that. And it was because I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. And there was one disturbing sign that I saw for the reason why I needed to lose a little bit of weight. Um, I'm actually, yeah. I've, I've got down a bit to like uh, just under 82 kilos, which I'm not sure what the equivalent in stones is. But I started noticing a back belly. Have you have you ever seen this? <laughs> I I can imagine it. I mean, I immediately kind of see if I've got a back belly myself. Fortunately, I don't. But I mean, what's the imp- so like? What were you when you fat discovered the back belly? What was your weight then? Uh, so just over the summer, I was in I was in Greece visiting my wife's family, and obviously the Greeks love a bit of food. So I was eating a lot. And then I realized I sat down one day and I was like, oh, that front belly is getting a bit big. And then I started noticing the sides were really big. And then I started noticing and then the hands kept moving around. And then I noticed, oh, my God, I've got like a back belly going on here. So um, immediately put down the, the fork to the moussaka and I went down to the beach, had a swim and started swimming a lot. And uh, yeah, eating less. And it started dropping off. Fortunately, it, it took it took a couple of weeks, um, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't working. This is useless. I'm missing out on all this good food, and I'm not dropping any weight." And then after a couple of weeks, it started to drop off. So, what was the biggest change then? You just uh, did a bit more exercise, less food. Not I think so much. Yeah, mm. less less food. I, I start actually. What I did was um, I just ate kind of a big lunch with the family. And then I mm. and then I didn't really eat much more for the rest of the day. If I was hungry in, in later on, I would eat like nuts and stuff like that. But basically just reduced reduced the intake. Um I know there's all this like fad now about um intermittent fasting and all this stuff. Every time you turn on your computer, I seem to get um oh, some yeah, kind of yeah. adverts for that. But that's not that's not the fad that I was going for. I just tried to not eat too late also that even i used to get like indigestion i think because i was eating too late you know and um i stopped that now and i've been yeah, feeling a lot better sleep, it? Yeah. yeah also I could, I could help is... the alcohol as well in the summer but mm. uh, i have recently taken that back up so <laughs> i can't claim you gotta get the weight on you know to kind of get you through the winter months don't you, you need to have that puppy fat exactly you know, just so you're not feeling the chill too much Exactly, and the skies are going grey, and you need a couple of beers every now and then. You need to get out there with your friends, have a couple of beers. You can't reduce, you can't take away all the good stuff in life. 
No, no. And we buy a mini Indian summer this weekend as well. Bit of sunshine. So um, get that vitamin D while you can. Why is it called an Indian summer? Is that a relic of the empire? Or what? <laughs> We've been talking a lot about the British, the British Empire. <laughs> And colonialism. We've been listening to a lot of history podcasts. I don't think, I don't think it has anything to do with um, India. I think it's um, just, I think it might be more of a North American thing, um, you know, in terms of how that operates and extended over the, you know, when you, you've you got just, I suppose it's an old saying. We should look it up, um, but it is interesting. Okay. I, I, last time I looked it up about 10 years ago, I was like, oh, right. And then it didn't stick. So it can't be that interesting. But, well, that's a nice little chat for the intro, but let's get on to some NFL because last night there was an amazing game. Duh, Bears. They got their first win yeah. of the season. I know. And I mean, I, I it kind of snuck on, on me last night, that game, because I was kind of like, oh, yeah. And, you know, mainly focusing on what's happening at the weekend. And then obviously you got the preview up for Bears commanders. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's tonight. And what I couldn't believe is that they actually were tipping the Bears to come out on top, which I couldn't believe. But well, then I think there was a lot. The result this morning, there, there was a yeah. lot of build-up, right? Um, there was a lot of attention on the Bills. I, I, you know, I called this a thirsty game. I was, I was trying to think, like, how would I describe this game? The Bears were thirsty. You know, they've yeah. been in the desert. That was fourteen games, a fourteen-game losing streak they've been on. They were thirsty. And you could tell, like, e- earlier in the week, there was all sorts of stories, like Matt Eberflew's head coach is going to, if he loses this, he's going to lose his job. What will happen yeah. to the GM, Ryan Poles? Will he lose his job? Um, you know, Justin Fields, I've said it a few times on this, like, I, he couldn't, he hasn't been able to throw, really, in the earlier games in the season. Is he a, Is he an NFL quarterback? He proved me wrong this weekend. Yeah, I mean, he's actually scored eight touchdowns in the last two weeks now. But last last week he did throw some interceptions, which caused them to lose, or one in crucial interception at the end. This week, yeah. no interceptions. It was a thirsty game. That's how I describe it. What do you think of my little description there? I think I think that was bang on, and you got to mention DJ Moore as well. Brilliant as a star receiver for Chicago Bulls. I mean, I think it looked like he had his best game since two thousand eighteen. Wow, three touchdowns, um, 230 yards. I, I tweeted about it this morning. I said, uh, did anyone have him in the fantasy team? We did get a response. And um looks like he's already won a few people their fantasy matchups. Well, imagine this it. Weekend. If you got Fields and DJ Moore in your fantasy team, you thought, oh my God, this is going to be a long season. And then suddenly you wake up today and you know, your points have skyrocketed a sudden from nowhere to, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think um, Herbert ran well as well. They're um, running back. I think it was, but but what I could see, I mean, there there was one part I would say, probably I'm going to, I'm going to try and make this a little segment in our pod, the finish him, you know, (laughs) based on like Mortal Kombat, you know, where we used to play it in the nineties, but because there's always a point in a game where a team finished the other team off. And uh, we can have that as the finish him. And that was like the Bears were 30 to 20 up. It was five minutes yep. to go. And the commanders had a kick. So it was 30 to 20. The commanders had a, a chance to have a, a three-point kick. Missed it. Um, they missed it. 
So it would have been 30-23 and everything to play for there, just a one-score game. But on the on the next drive, basically um, Fuller, his name is, the cornerback for the Commanders, fields through. And this guy jumped the route trying to catch the ball. And um, it touched his fingers. It touched his fingers. But DJ Moore was just behind him, caught the ball, and then ran for a 56-yard touchdown. Which then put it to like, um, put it to what, 37 20, right? Which made the game yeah, kind yeah. of like totally out of reach. So, just on that, on a tiny thing, the, on the on the touch of fingertips, the game that swung, swing, isn't it? Yeah. Like massively from it could have been 30 23, and the commanders had a chance to, you know, to get level. And then all of a sudden it, it turns to a 37 20 game and it's over. And uh, I love that's what I love about NFL is like these little points where games are, are kind of the the momentum just swings massively you know I, I thought the bears were the better team the whole whole way through but still um could you know those little points are interesting to me yeah the bears played really well and to be fair i mean the commanders haven't been playing terribly and you know there was moments in that game that they you know they they gave a good account for themselves but it was just it was just the bears night wasn't it it was meant to be they were thirsty they were thirsty. They were thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Want to say any more on that game, or should we move uh, on? To no, I don't think so. Um, no, I think it's, it's a good summary. I, I think you know, particularly you know, coming on the back of last weekend's games, I think it's a lot of sympathy for the Bears, almost the pity team in the league. And now there are you know that they're suddenly you know they're going to be up from the power rankings now. They were at the bottom. And we can do a review on that later, but I think, yeah, I think hopefully they're going to get a bit of momentum now. And I'll make a note now. Any game I watch, just when was that fishing it finishing moment in the mm. game? And just yeah, exactly. That can be our new little talking for. point. What was the finishing moment? And mm-hmm. um, I think I wonder. I wonder how many people have said today the Bears have woken up from hibernation. That's also what I was thinking. When I, when I saw the result and the, the, they snapped a 14-game losing streak. I want to see that headline somewhere. You've been spending too much time on social media. I think you, everything you're thinking about is hashtags. <laughs> I, I have, actually. And we the should headline. say um, to, to the people that are listening, hey, thank you. You know, this is a very nice thing. I wrote, reached out to the Twitter community this week. And I was genuinely surprised with how nice everyone was. So I was sending a lot of messages to people to it's the NFL community on Twitter is actually a lovely bunch because you hear so much bad stuff about people on Twitter and you think, "Mm, do I really want to engage in in this stuff? Because are people going to be nice? And, you know, we like we have the hashtag be kind, right? We like to be kind to people and help people and people need it in this day and age. And Mm. um, I have to say, I, I emailed like, a direct message like sort of 30 people in over the last few few days i got lovely responses back very supportive no negative uh, things i was asking people to do something and if you're listening now give us a follow on spotify and give us a five-star rating that would be lovely because you know we're trying I to think, do yeah this, the impact which... in spotify is bigger than all the other providers isn't it so it makes a big difference anything you can do on spotify makes a difference that's it yeah um, but but thank you I... was the message yeah I... I think this is it. So, I mean, we've been quite light touch, haven't we, in terms of promotion of the pod. And because we're, you know, we restarted this year, it's a bit of a reset. So we are almost starting again. So it's kind of just 
getting a feel of what works and what doesn't. So any feedback or anything on, on what we're putting out there or what you want to see more, just let us know. Send us a DM. We're checking them now. So we're on now, now that we know the community is a is a nice community. So anyway, what game do you want to talk about now? We hang on. Now just talking about the community, we have to go to the London game, right? We are absolutely stalwarts absolutely. of the NFL UK community. This is our we put the flag on our Twitter account this week as well. So I, we have to go. I, I wish I was there this weekend. Honestly, I'm even thinking about just should I get a quick flight? Uh, but my my wife is actually weird. Um, so sorry, I'm also segueing again. But my Your wife is weird. No, she's not. She's not weird. Well, she's a little bit. But um, she is flying to London on Sunday. So I was also I was thinking about going. Um, but she's flying to London for work. Because she has like an an offsite uh, with a team in London next week, and it coincidentally last year when the NFL game was on in Munich, I wanted to go to Munich that weekend, and she was going there for work that week as well. And she avoided all. Oh, I was like, go to the main square, go and see the NFL fans, enjoy the atmosphere. And she's like, no way. So <laughs> there's someone in her work that really likes the NFL and coordinates it. So they can go and watch the games and then do the offsite. You might day. be right because they're based all over Europe and then they go to one city and they and that's a coincidence. That can't be a coincidence. Great this has happened. Idea, to be fair. Yeah, it is. It is. So, so my wife will be there enjoying, probably not enjoying the NFL atmosphere. I'll be at home looking after the kids, so I can't go. But I'll be watching it on TV, and um, very jealous. If you've got tickets, oh, you're so lucky. We've we've been a few times to London in over the years, and we love it every single time. I just love the catching up with people, uh, or seeing old friends. The atmosphere is so much fun. It's so much fun. I think this is it, and I think we we didn't touch it on early in the week. You know, on our pod, you know, the quick fire kind of weekend review, and it's I suppose it's solely looking at the game games results and you know what really took her fancy but one this weekend is another london game with the jags but they're up against the bills and that's going to be you know a hell of a game the the nfl is always and... hard to predict though isn't it it's always it, it's it, you might say oh the bills look amazing like the best team and then there's every chance they'll lose right because uh jags have been here for a, they came last weekend they won last weekend they've stayed so they, they're acclimatized to london uh they're yep. looking fairly good. Um Trevor Lawrence looking good. The defense is looking good. Josh Allen on Josh Allen. Um, so it's it's gonna be an interesting game. And I wouldn't say it's a I don't know, it's 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 never easy. There's never a certainty. You you can't you in the NFL you can't say, Oh yeah, the Bills will easily win this. So yes, they are the better team, and the Bills will be there at the end of the season competing for the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. Um but doesn't mean that the Jags won't win this weekend. No, I know. Like you say, I think because they've been in London, you know, for the longer period, they've acclimatized, they've not had to do any travel this week, um, where the Bills are coming on the back of a brutal game against the Dolphins. Coming into this one, can they maintain that kind of momentum with it? But yeah. I think, yeah, it's, it's good. that's why I think it's going to be a good, you know, such a great matchup because. There's a good chance that the Jags could take it. A little segue or a little side side note. Do you think I should be because I'm looking for a new team to support, right? 
Do you think I yeah. should be um, a Jack, considering the Jags, seeing as they they are the kind of adopted British team? You like their quarterback as well. I do. I like his hair. I have to say. Mm, yeah, this is it. So, I don't know. I I think a lot of this the weekend's games could decide a a lot of you know which way you're going to go. I mean, um, but the you, Texans are also the, the Texans are still grabbing me. It's CJ Stroud. <laughs> I just, I just love, love what he's doing. Okay, okay, yeah. And have they, Texans have got, they got the. It's a yeah, long they, pause. So they got you, the Falcons. It's, it's basically Falcons. my, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, oh, my word. I mean, I, I put Eagles down, but I was like, that's not right. No, you just and put yeah, a bird. You drew Falcons. a bird on your paper, but yeah, the the Falcons were the. So I went into this season kind of thinking well, I need a team so maybe it's the Falcons but I just couldn't as I said in the last part I couldn't get on board with the Falcons the te- the Texans have got me excited they're they're the team mm. that's number one at the moment so it's I- I'm interested to see that game just just to see um CJ Stroud but what what games have you there are a few more games I wanted to talk about actually did what what other games did you want yeah, to talk yeah. About? okay no you I mean you 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 bring up your next one. I mean, just to close on that Texans Falcons. Mm. I mean, one, it's quite entertaining that you just segue to the Texans and then immediate Falcons. But also, from what I read, the Falcons are the pick for that for that yeah. game. I, so I don't see why. It. I don't see why Texans have got a better quarterback. Texans are playing on. They're on fire at the moment. I mean, they they look. They they destroyed the Steelers last week. And I haven't seen much good stuff out of the Falcons. So B. John Robinson is basically looking good. But, you know, I think the Texans, D'Amico Ryan's looking like a good coach as well. So mm-hmm. I would go for the Texans in that game. All don't right. know why the Falcons have got the edge there, but maybe it's because they, they also... Offensive advantage is what I've, I've got noted here. So, um, yeah, and the defensive line could capitalize on the uh, Texans' perceived weaknesses. Well, in the offensive line coming oh, from there, that, so that's quite nice. That was a yeah. yeah, it's a good. That's a good shout. That that could be an issue, but I am gonna think that CJ Stroud will just keep going and dominate them and outscore. Again, it, I think it'll be a good one. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who, who do you want to talk about next? Then, well, I want to talk about the Cowboys Forty ers because oh, save that to last. Oh, really? That's the best one. No, no there's keep going. Yeah, you, you mentioned it now. Okay, because Cowboys, okay, they are first in, well, how would you say this? The stat is like they have conceded the least points, their defense, right? And so they yeah. are the top defense and the 49ers are the third defense with the third in points allowed. And um, offenses, uh, Cowboys have scored the fourth most points and the 49ers have scored the third most points. So it's like so mm. evenly matched, right? The, to me, the 49ers look like the better team. And I think the 49ers are probably my Super Bowl pick right now. They just look like a juggernaut. And then you've got McCaffrey, yeah. who's who's basically, as a running back, is like in MVP form. I mean, which is unheard of, really. Um, usually, uh, I mean, I think MVP, um, running backs have won it before. Probably Adrian Peterson might have won it uh, last, maybe like 15 years ago or something. But usually yeah. that's... Uh, always a quarterback but his form is just unbelievable he looks like a different class to everyone on the pit on the on the field he three touchdowns last week and he leads the nfl in rushing by over 100 yards 
and he's and he's scored a touchdown in 13 consecutive games. And I think Brock Purdy is also statistically like maybe the number one quarterback at the moment as well. It's it's yeah. unbelievable. The the 49ers are just and they have like, as I say, the third best defense in terms of points allowed. Cowboys, they just look so consistent as well. Whereas the Cowboys have had that a bit of inconsistency, like lost to the Cardinals, and you think, where the hell did that come from? But both very evenly matched. There was one concern I saw was Mika Parsons or Micah Parsons, sorry. Um he had a bit of a knee. He was like on the sidelines in the last game and he looked like he'd hurt his knee. So I hope he's on top form because yep. if he's obviously key to their defense. But I, I'm excited about that one. Can't can't not be there. Um, who are you calling for that game then? You think it's 49ers? 49ers, I'm going for, yeah. How about you? Cowboys. Ooh. <laughs> Make it interesting. I like it. <laughs> and what game's on Sky, by the way, this week? Um, obviously the London game. I was trying to check it before, um, but yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, let me leave that with me. I'll, I'll check now. Okay. Yeah, I also need to check what's on in in Germany as well. Uh, what games should we move on to next? I've also got um a note on the Ravens Steelers, even though it's not probably the most exciting game. Um, but I was quite interested about this one because. The Ravens have got so many injuries. Lamar Jackson's looking great. Lamar Jackson, he's getting like 10 yards per attempt um, in, in the last last game against the Browns, against the very good defense of the Browns. And yep. then you've got the Steelers. It's a it's a division game, right? And a local derby and all of this kind of stuff. So it's it's always a, a heated match. And the Steelers are just in yeah. terrible form. They need a bounce back. Um they're really struggling. Like they struggle against wide receivers as well. And uh, Zay Flowers is looking good for the Ravens. So I think it'll be a Ravens win. But I'm just wondering if we'll see anything from the Steelers, any signs of life in this one. Yeah, this is it. I, I think you know. I've, yeah, I got some notes on this one as well. And I think yeah, the the Ravens are the pick for this one. Um, I think you know. Lamar Jackson's, you know, improved in the, you know, in terms of strategic approach and Steelers running game has been a struggle. Was it, is it the Steelers that keep having problems with their planes as well? Or have I kind of, uh, <laughs> I've not heard up? that. I mean, I did my yesterday's news roundup uh, earlier today and I didn't hear anything about planes, no, but no, no. Um, Najee, yeah. Najee Harris, their star running back was very annoyed um, by the way they're playing. So, this is why it intrigued me because he was in the you know in the press conferences saying like hey this is not on the coaches this is on us we need to get better we're playing soft which which when when players like key players really get pissed off um that they need yeah. to play better that's always a sign that they'll be up for the next game you know so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why it kind of intrigued me um but okay. move on to another game i've also got um do you want to pick a game or do you want me to? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Um, so I had um Vikings Chiefs as a, a, a standout game purely because the Vikings are coming on the back of their first win. And also it intrigued me when I was kind of uh, doing research for this game that they have it as Vikings as a potential winner. Really? Well, probably because that? of the, the score from last game, right? Chiefs aren't playing very well. Mahomes hasn't been playing to Mahomes standards. And there's been a lot of, you know, all the swifty noise around the team. I mm. think, um, and and they were lucky to win last week against the New York Jets. So I, I still would definitely put the Chiefs as favorites. I would pick the Chiefs there. 
I, I just can't. I just think they'll be too strong for the Vikings. But yeah, you never know. Yeah. Mahomes is still uh, putting in performances, but Cousins, yeah. you know, on the back of last week, we will see. But yeah, I, I, I just purely because of the recommended result that suddenly stood out for me as a game to look out for. Yeah. Um, and what do you think about the Jets versus the Broncos? Obviously, the Jets were unlucky not to get something out of the game against the Chiefs. They were. Do you think they'll take something into the Broncos and get a victory there? I, w- I would hope so. And this this was this was kind of in the preseason was really a game to watch out for because you had Sean Payton made those comments about Nathaniel Hackett, who is the Jets offensive coach. And Sean Payton said he was the previous coach of the Broncos and Sean Payton said it was the worst coaching job he'd ever seen, right? So this there was a lot of... Um, Everyone was like in uh, looking looking forward to this game because it was going to be very heated. But now the wind's been taken completely out of that with the Broncos being kind of awful until winning last week. And uh, the Jets also with losing yeah. Aaron Rodgers and then their season kind of falling apart. So intriguing from a personal perspective, the off the field yeah. stuff, um, not so intriguing on the field for me. I think the Jets have got a good defense, but... It's going to be a close one. I kind of have a feeling the Broncos might get another one here. Um, yeah, and Jets that, that kind of that, fall. That was the pick. That again, you know, is I thought Jets might get something, but yeah, the the emphasis seems to be on the Broncos. Yeah. So again, I think it's just yeah, two teams coming out of it. I mean, Jets take heart from the Chiefs, and obviously Broncos coming on the back of their first win. So yeah, again, I I think there's some. Really interesting games coming up this weekend. I don't think we've even touched on um, all of them. Um, Honorable There's mention one more. for Eagles versus Rams. Yes, yeah, because I, I was actually, it's a late kickoff, but it's also on the TV here in Germany. And I was um, thinking about uh, thinking about watching that. You know what? Oh my gosh. You know, like I was, uh, oh no, no. That's next week is the, um, so the week after is Raven's, uh, Ravens Titans at London so that one is also on the schedule in German TV and that one uh, will be an interesting game to talk about next week but I wanted to talk about one more game um, oh yes do you want to go about the Eagles Rams because I also wanted to the, probably the game I'll be watching um, well the games that are on, on German TV are uh, Giants versus the Dolphins which not so I mean the no, Giants so really need a win same in the UK. I've, just got, I've just got it up here so yeah we've got Giants against Dolphins Again, you'd expect a, a big Dolphins come back on the back of that loss against the Bills. And then, yeah, you got Eagles against Rams. So yeah. I think we're pretty much in sync. Yeah, and, and we've got Panthers-Lions, which I might watch that. Oh, don't you have the Cowboys 49ers? No, it's not on the TV. Oh, uh, well, we've got that. I mean, it's, uh, it's very late for the UK, like 20 past one in the morning. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I might overload on caffeine and watch that one. Well, that sounds That'd good. Really good. Um, but yeah. the uh, there are I had a couple of points on the the Panthers Lions actually because th- this intrigues me because what you have is the other quarterbacks who are picked ahead of Bryce Young doing really well C J Stroud Anthony Richardson or A Rich as we call him um, yeah and then Bryce Young really hasn't had a chance to step up right he's been last last week he was sacked five times this is like basically the story of his season so far terrible O line with Carolinas and getting sacked right. Now the Lions come to town, or they go to the Lions. I don't know uh, who's playing at home, but the Lions' defense 
sacked last week, the quarterback they were playing against, five times and mm. hit the quarterback 11 times. Aiden Hutchison looked, was starting to look like a superstar. He had like three and a half sacks on his own and seven QB hits. So you've got to think that's going to be another brutal night for Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers team because... Yeah, the they're going into the Lions then. It's, it's at Detroit, so they're uh, they're in for a, a tough time, I think. Um, so yeah, I've got that down as a Lions win. Um well, so, of course, I would thought yeah. you had it down as a Lions win, but even for a neutral, you are no a as a fan, neutral. But... This is it. So I've, I've tried to look at it from a neutral point of view, and um, reason why I didn't bring it up, to be honest, so I wasn't too biased around the Lions. Um, but it's an interesting one because obviously the Panthers are the only team that haven't got a win yet um, after the Bears get their victory last night. So it could be zero and five for those after coming out of the Lions. So. Be interesting to get something. Obviously, I don't want them to, but if they do, I mean, that's going to be really good for their morale going into the rest of the season. Nice. Well, there are there are quite a few more games we could talk about, but we're running out of time. I think we should move on to some other some other segments. Give the fans okay. a taste of something else. Okay. Uh, how long have we got left, Steve? Do you know? Probably ten. Not to waste more minutes. time. <laughs> Um, so I actually I didn't set touch... the timer. Sorry, I didn't no, set the timer this okay. week. Apologies. I mean, that's that's an early in the week thing, anyway. Yeah. Um, we take our time on a Friday, but let's try and get it quick, just yeah. for our own agendas, life outside of the pod. Um, I suppose touch on power rankings then, Steve. Top five. Um, you mentioned them before. 49ers are still leading the pack, closely followed by the Eagles, who are undefeated as well. You've got the Bills in third jumping up after their victory against the Dolphins. The Dolphins were top last week. They've now dropped down to fourth. Chiefs still remain in there on top five, but you do have the Cowboys in sixth place. If they get something out of the 49ers, then it's just going to mess up the whole power rankings going into next week. Also, bottom five, Bears were holding up the pack. Number 32, they were... 0 and 4, they're now 1 and 4. And that, again, has already kind of mixed things up based on the power rankings from early in the week. You then got the Broncos, Panthers, we've mentioned. Broncos are below the Panthers at the moment, but they could get a victory. As we mentioned, um, Panthers look like they're going to struggle again. Giants could be in the thumping against the Dolphins. And little old Jets um, are still working their way up to kind of getting something out. So, Interesting between the Jets and the Broncos for that reason. So, um, yeah, um, one of them will get out of that bottom five, depending on who gets that victory. I love um, it. Anything else of note on uh, power rankings? My, I, I have a question. What? Who would if the Jets did get out of there? Who would get sucked in to the to the bottom of the power? Oh, interesting, interesting. All right, let me bring up the full list because I just concised it down. But would it, um, I'm wondering whether it would be the Raiders. Raiders, because... yeah. Um, so you got Bengals, Patriots. Oh. Patriots are just before uh, above the Jets at the moment. I think they're up against the Saints, and they could they're in for another loss. So it's Patriots could get pulled into the bottom five, along with Bengals and Raiders, and you got Cardinals there as well. That I think they've got a tricky fixture as well. There's a lot of thirsty teams out there. A lot okay. of thirsty I mean, teams. you don't want to be dragged into that bot, uh, you know, bottom five going into you know second quarter of the of the season. You do not want to be there. You do not want to be there. 
you, you start to get into effectively season is over territory if you start to lose a few more games. So um, teams can put runs together, things change, but when you're in the quagmire like that, it's very hard to get out. Um, shall we move on to, I really enjoyed the power rankings section. So thank you for that. Um, I do have a oh, nice so follow-up so. with yesterday's news. Oh yeah. Yesterday's news. That should have been earlier on. Um, <laughs> let's go for it. Well, I just have a couple of news items this week. It was a slow news week cause it was all about Taylor Swift and, and I just glossed over all of that this week. So there was one thing that leading on from the giants being low in your power rankings, Wink Martindale, the Giants defensive coordinator, I thought this was quite good. Um, he said on playing the Dolphins this weekend, yeah, I'm sleeping like a baby. That means I wake up every two hours and cry thinking about it. Which I thought was quite quite a good quote. <laughs> that's it. I mean, sleeping like a baby. I mean, that's that's the reality, isn't it? You yes. just wake it, yeah. Exactly. And then, yeah, it's kind of funny because obviously the Giants are terrible, but he brought a bit of brevity to the situation, which I appreciate. And then there was one more interesting news article that I saw this week. It was on, I think, uh, ESPN or CBS or something. I can maybe share it in a tweet afterwards. Yeah. And well, I'm a great journalist, so that's what I do. And uh, yes, there was three teams in the AFC West who were desperate to catch the Chiefs. And last season, they invested in extremely expensive defensive players. Those players were Chandler Jones from the Vegas, from the Vegas Raiders, uh, JC yep. Jackson from the Chargers, and Randy Gregory from the Broncos. So they bought them from other teams. They traded for them, give them massive contracts. Those three players have cost those teams altogether $100 million. And within a year, they have released them all this week. All three players were released or traded and um didn't they didn't really play very well during those that time and they've all been wow. yeah big uh, that was quite interesting because it's it's a lot of money and they were supposed to be like three star players who would help the you know this division to catch the chiefs and uh you know it's funny how things turn around in a season right so that's my yes. yesterday's news I love it Love it. Right, where are we going next? How how, how much time have we got? Do you We've think? got five minutes. Right. Okay. What do we want to do next? So, I'm not sure we can do the travel. Do you think? Can we get a travel in? I think probably there's not enough time for a travel. I think we might have to do a a special one-off pod. I'll full just of travels. I'll record a travel and then yeah, I'll just do a third pod travel pod. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i mean um we've covered everything nfl um anything else kind of sports entertainment wise that caught your interest this week steve maybe if you start talking something will will jump out at me um i've been pretty yeah i i should have there was something now you say it but i can't think off the top of my head you go and then i'll I'll all right okay well let's just close up i mean we we talked a bit about rugby so i'll i'll mention that i think we're going into the final fixtures of uh the rugby world cup in the group stages i think certain things are still to be decided ireland plays scotland this weekend scotland beat ireland they've got a chance of qualifying but they have to really trounce ireland to get through France against Italy. France are actually hosting the tournament. If Italy win that game, there's potential that France could go out of the tournament. And if Fiji beat Portugal, Australia are out. And they're you know three times holders of the, the World Cup in itself. So it's all heating up. We've also got the Cricket World Cup starting this week. 
that's kind of come out of nowhere. I don't think they even had an opening ceremony for it. But England got trounced by New Zealand yesterday. So interest is almost immediately gone as soon as I've realised that the World Cup thing. And we've got a bit of football. Um, Arsenal-Man City on Sunday could be an interesting game. Um, but yeah, have you thought anything yet? I think the only thing that was in my head was um, I saw I saw that because on the last pod, maybe last week's pod, you said that New Zealand might go out of the Rugby World Cup. But then I think they won like 60 to zero or something. But you oh, made yeah, it I mean, sound like it was very much on the cards. And I got very excited about this. I was telling everyone, oh, New Zealand might go out of the World Cup. Well, and they then... could have if they'd lost that game, but they didn't. They obviously they got a, lit their wounds. and. Um... After their um, loss to France, and this is again, you know, why, based on past performance, France should be Italy. But they're a team that could cause a surprise, as Italy could have done against New Zealand. But New Zealand aren't quite performing like Australia. Australia are really struggling, um, so they are on the cusp of going out. It's out of their hands. Um, whereas, yeah, France against Italy, Italy could. Provide a surprise, as could Scotland, just for a bit of a. But because Ireland have won by more points, they could, you know, they they should be in a comfortable position, and they obviously they had that brilliant victory against South Africa, so they are favourites for the tournament. But again, these final games, these teams, Scotland and Italy, are thirsty, Steve. Ooh, That's the thing, really. Well, there was um, one other thing that makes you thirsty is running. And um, one thing we should mention that we haven't mentioned on the pod was uh, um, the Berlin Marathon that was probably, maybe it was a couple of weekends ago now. Well, a um, month ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> but the because I live in Berlin, I did mean to mention it, that the world record was smashed by, her name is Tixt Asefa. Yeah. And she um, is a woman from Ethiopia. And the Berlin Marathon is always interesting because it's very flat and it was perfect temperatures. I live in the city. So I went, I said, mm, maybe a record might be broken today when I felt mm. that that's sunshine, but cool um, on the morning. That's what you want for a good yeah. run. I think this is almost the perfect time of year for running. Yeah. I was just saying it to my friend yesterday. It's like summer. It's like, it's a bit hot. It just really puts you off, especially when it's humid. It's just yeah. very hard to kind of get through, but, yeah, as you're going into the winter months and you are feeling that, you know, bat belly kind of coming in, <laughs> time to get out there. Get out there and have a jog and have a salad. And um, she, but you don't, she had these new Adidas, do you say Adidas or Adidas? She had the new Adidas trainers on that cost 400 euros Ooh. or pounds. So um, don't, you don't need, it's not as, um, as was said on a good film, you, me and Dupree, it's not about the bike. So it's not about the equipment you have. Well, that's interesting, then, Steve. So Adidas have um, now come back to Nike because Nike have got the world record in marathon uh, for the men's, but now Adidas have got the world record in the women's. So that rivalry is ongoing. So that's uh, quite quite cool. So it'd be interesting if Adidas can now take it for the men's. Um, but any final thoughts for you? No, I think we can we can sign off. It's been um, a lovely, lovely pod. I hope um, our listeners out there have enjoyed it. The new listeners we've gained this week. You want to tell them where they can 
follow us? Yeah, so I mean, obviously we're 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 heavy on Twitter at the moment, so that's the best place to come for social media content. Uh, we are getting more out as the weeks progress, um, and also, yeah, we we are available on you know, Apple, Amazon, but our main platform is Spotify. So if you can kind of give us a like and a share from there, that helps more than you know. So really appreciate you listening, and uh, hopefully see you next time. Two points, one goal. Out. Yes. See you.